0: We were just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting and she came back after a few hours and she just kind of said to us, like, I don't really know what is wrong with Jonas. I've never seen this before, but it just doesn't look good. And in that moment, I felt like our life completely changed.
1: No one can really explain the depths of a parent's love for their child. There's no book or movie that could ever capture it. This love comes with a mother and father's desire to give their child everything they can. And perhaps, whatever it takes. But what if, as a parent, what they lack is something you absolutely can't give? How do you make your child see how incredible the world is? This is the story of Ben and Laura Harrison, resilient parents and founders of Jonas Paul Eyewear. This is Camille.
2: And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know
1: and their stories of doing good in the modern age.
0: Say what your name is? Jonas. Jonas what? Paul Harrison. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) How old are you, Jonas? Five. Oh, are you five? No. How old are you, Jonas? You're six. (laughs) (laughs) And what grade are you gonna be going into? First grade. First grade. Are you so excited about that? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So there's something you like at school? Yes. What? I like that my kids are nice. That, oh, that your friends are nice. Oh, I love is to that a them. compliment? <laughs> that is a compliment.
1: <laughs> we You're always so
0: call those compliments. Now is it time yeah, to get back sweet. to okay. it. What do you love about mom and dad? I like that you take me. To places sometimes. Oh, that we get to go explore and travel together. Yes. Oh, That's what, we're yeah. just going to fly out in one more day. In a couple days, you're right. Awesome. Okay, thanks for taking a few minutes to answer some questions.
1: In 2013, Ben and Laura became first-time parents.
3: You know, we waited seven years before trying to have a child. That's Ben. There's a few challenges trying to get pregnant and had a miscarriage along the way, but then ended up with a pregnancy, you know, went full term.
1: Ben and Laura weren't always plagued with so much hardship. Their lives were simple, yet filled with joy, even before they met. So my dad was a farmer. That's Laura. She grew up on a farm in Iowa.
0: And I was the youngest of four children, had just a great childhood. You know, they tried to just show us the world as much as they possibly could at that stage of their life. And we got to travel and just explore.
3: And
1: yeah, my parents were really both hard workers. Laura went to Taylor University in Indiana for college. And that's when she met Ben. I like to tell this
3: story because uh, we, so at the college we went to, we did a lot of these like group dates, like your wing of guys or wing of girls would all kind of do these safer group dates with, you know, and end up being like 60 plus people. So very safe group dates. And Laura happened to be on most of our group dates, but not with me, I always got invited by somebody else. So finally my senior year, we ended up meeting at a you know late night intramural event kind of strategically by me kind of just walking over to her. And that time it stuck and you know, we started to kind of kindle our relationship there and then ended up kind of dating throughout the rest of college.
2: Laura and Ben eventually moved to Grand Rapids, Michigan.
3: It has a really unique feel to it because there are a lot of really big companies here and the families have been really generous with kind of building just like centers for art and entertainment and music. So it has a really interesting feel for it where from a standpoint of like the creative side of things and the arts, uh, it has much more opportunity than a city this size because it was kind of a city kind of built on philanthropy originally.
0: We always say it's like definitely the best state in the Midwest from
3: just like uh just the landscape and, the landscape
0: and, yeah, and um, all the lakes. And, yeah, we're like 45 minutes or less to Lake Michigan, which is like the ocean without salt water and
2: sharks. Things and, that want to kill you. yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's like amazing um, just to have beautiful beaches so close to a pretty decent sized city.
2: When Ben and Laura started building their lives together, everything sort of seemed picturesque.
3: You know, being young, newlyweds out of college, we had a lot of friends getting married and who didn't have, you know, as big a budget for weddings, being in that creative space. And in photography, we ended up kind of starting the photography business and had a lot of success with that. And then that kind of morphed into identifying some other opportunities in the creative space. And so we were kind of chugging along, always self-employed post-college, and um, life
2: was pretty comfortable. It was until Ben and Laura decided that they wanted to start their own family.
0: Right after Jonas was born, we kind of figured something wasn't quite right. But in those first few moments, when I was laying on the emergency table, having a C-section, they brought him over to me after, you know, you hear those first cries. And you're like, oh, okay, praise God, everything's good. And they brought him over. And the first thing I said to Ben was, does he have pupils And that's really all I remember about that entire first part of his life, just because of, you know, the trauma of everything. And, you know, we kind of
1: dismissed it. They'd been waiting for a long time to have kids. And when Jonas was finally born, the idea of their son not being perfectly healthy was something they couldn't wrap their head around.
0: And then at his first kind of checkup, I guess you could say, where the doctor that was on call was making the rounds, she came in and kind of um, just examined him and said everything looks healthy on him but his eyes just don't quite look right I'm not really sure and so she called in a pediatric ophthalmologist and then she came in later the eye doctor did and then took him away for a couple hour exam which in those early days you know being far from your baby especially for two to three hours is just kind of crazy.
1: Ben and Laura had nothing else to do but wait. And when the doctor came back, they received news that no parent would ever want to hear. Ben and Laura were told that their son was blind. What
0: just happened? And how did everything go from having a perfectly healthy child to our life just literally flipped upside down?
1: Jonas was born with a rare disorder called Peter's Anomaly. So essentially, he was born
3: with cloudy corneas as well as some glaucoma challenges. I think the reason it was so traumatic for us too is that we kind of made our living, so to speak, our profession was in like the visual arts or like being creative or, you know, finding beauty. And we were such sighted individuals that I think it you have that kind of flood of emotions. Like how is he going to experience the world differently?
1: Different. In some cases, that word could bring a person a lot of hurt.
3: I think this is, you know, a common thread with any parent with a child with special needs or different abilities, et cetera, you know, you just start to think about what are they going to miss out on?
1: Ben and Laura didn't want their son to be excluded from anything he could possibly enjoy.
3: and So we kind of started us on this journey
2: of way too many specialist visits and way too many surgeries. 21. That's how many surgeries Jonas had to go through to get his vision to a functional level.
3: We came to like a really serious moment where we were just like, we felt like we were missing out on just like, getting to know Jonas and like experiencing him in his development path, even though it was different because he was behind on everything. And I think it, you know, we were so fixated on his eyes in that stage they were just constantly shifting, just hunting for something. And I feel like we kind of came to that moment, just kind of saying like, we have to come to a point of like full acceptance of him and who he is and his differences. Cause I feel like we're going to end up just kind of missing out on enjoying him for who he is
2: and what he brings to the world. But even with his sight restored, Jonas still needed to wear glasses. And I was
3: like, well, if he's gonna have glasses at a young age, you know, I want him to look like a little stud muffin and started looking at options and just felt like they were lacking. There were, you know, more of the cartoon styles and more athletic styles, but nothing that was more on par with like what adults would wear, an adult aesthetic.
2: And that's when Jonas Paul Eyewear was born. Their mission is to help kids feel confident and stylish with chic and affordable glasses.
0: After he was born, we were thrown into this whole world of you know, disability and like Ben said, kind of just how are things going to be different for Jonas and what is his life gonna look like as, you know, at the time a blind person and how is he gonna experience things? And I just felt like that was a huge motivator for us and getting this going and off the ground was just, You know, there's got to be other people. Maybe, yes, their story is not our story, but they might be feeling the same way that we're feeling as far as our child and what we want for them and just the best for that
1: child. Jonas Paul Eyewear has been a thriving business for Ben and Laura. But beyond that, it also created an opportunity for their family to make an impact. With every pair of glasses sold, a portion of each sale prevents childhood blindness around the world.
3: Early on in the business, we knew we wanted to have a social impact because, you know, being parents of a child born blind, though it was a really hard time, we felt fortunate that we had access to things, you know, to specialists, to medicine, et cetera, to be able to provide him with some level of sight and just couldn't imagine being in the developing world, a parent of a child who's going blind and literally not be able to do anything.
1: Jonas Ball Eyewear partners closely with CBM an international Christian development organization. CBM is committed to improving the quality of life of people with disabilities in the poorest communities of the world. So
3: we built that into the model really early on, right out of the gate. So we, we donate a portion of every sale to our partner, CBM International, specifically earmarked more towards like childhood blindness prevention initiatives be it vitamin A supplementation, to trachoma prevention, to river blindness prevention, to even just general antibiotics and then like hand washing, sanitation type of things
2: that can also prevent various forms of blindness. Through their social mission, Jonas Paul Eyewear has impacted thousands of lives around the world. But what also motivates Ben and Laura are the stories they've heard from parents who have bought Jonas Paul glasses for their kids.
0: Continuing to hear you know, time and time again of You know, my child was, you know, so scared to get their frames and wear glasses and go to the eye doctor, even though that they knew this was going to help them and benefit them. But, you know, had such, you know, just nervous feelings about it. And they get that home try and kit from us. And then they get to try the frames on in their home and pick them out and just see their faces just light up. And then they get their actual prescription glasses and they put those on for the first time. And are just like, no, I just feel good. And I feel excited to go into school, and I just think hearing those stories just never gets old.
2: Today, Jonas is an older brother to his sister Sophie, and with his hip-looking glasses, Jonas has actually become sort of a trendsetter in school, in more ways than one.
0: He's been learning Braille for the last few years just to have the skill, and it was really cool to hear his other little classmates in his kindergarten class talk about Braille and how they you know, talk about it as a secret code, and they think it's so cool that Jonas is learning the secret code, and they want to learn the secret code along with him. My kids are nice. Oh, your friends are nice. Oh, I love is to that hear that. Is that a them. compliment? <laughs> that is a compliment. <laughs> we You're always so call those compliments
1: nice. <laughs> if you want to learn more about Jonas Paul Eyewear and how you can support their mission with every pair you buy, please head on over to jonaspauleyewear.com. That's it, guys. If you like our podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We are tremendously grateful for your support. Catch you guys again in the next one. Remember, be good to one another. This show is produced by Human Group Media, an award-winning social good podcast company. Human Group Media works with thought leaders, brands, and organizations to inspire social change through the power of audio storytelling.